Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to part two of this interview. When we transform, we often notice changes where we are the most vulnerable, our relationships. To have genuine courage and take our partnerships to the next level, it helps to know how to let emotions guide us to feel seen and heard. To get your free download of Chapter 7 of Can You See Me Naked, go to adelgreen.com forward slash free chapter. That is www.adel-green.com forward slash free hyphen chapter. Now back to the interview. So then the next recipe is about ensuring that we eliminate the things that are depleting and draining us. And from a purely financial perspective, consumer debt and debt is the, the most insidious parasite of wealth and it just consumes and drains. So recipe two is all about how to get rid of this debt. This is a huge one, my darling, because we also have a society that and media that makes us believe that having consumer debt is just completely normal. Even just the belief that we don't have what it takes to create what we need and want, again, attacks our own belief and our ability to, to create our own reality. So it's the one of the most insidious crutches that once people go down that route can be so depleting and draining. So that's all recipe two is how to clear that. And it's directly linked to our worthiness. You know, I got myself into a big bed hole because I just thought that's what I needed to do, that I needed to drive a certain car. You know, I had the student loan and then I added on the credit card. Then I added on the, the car loan, the mortgage, but also just store cards because I thought I had to dress a certain way in order to be loved, in order to be worthy. Now, I'm not saying everybody's reason for going into consumer debt is that, but deeply, deeply driven by a advertising and media and retailers that thrive on our low self-esteem. Absolutely. But it's so accepted by society. You know, it's like, a, yes. it's okay to, to drink alcohol, but it's not okay to do drugs, you know, because socially it's acceptable, but they're equally harmful if you abuse Completely. it. So this is such an insidious area for so many people. And I think what I also discovered, and I work a lot with people now, is then there's a lot of guilt and shame that is associated with it. As women, I think guilt and shame are the two biggest contributors to living a poverty and a really depleted life and a way of shrinking. One of the biggest things so many people share that is having a community or a space where they can just speak openly about maybe having got into debt for whatever reason, but without feeling ashamed. Because these are mistakes we're meant to learn from. They're not meant to keep us down. Because it's when we hold on to them, it starts getting out of it. And shame 
And guilt and then confusion around money stuff is one of the things that keeps people from making progress on their money area. You know, Adele can't even count how many emails I've got and letters from especially women who've left it so long because they were afraid, because they felt guilty, because they felt like they were stupid, that they should have got themselves in this situation. All of the self-judgment and self-attack has stopped them from reaching out to say, please help me here because this I've got out of control. They've left it late and now in situations of either being declared bankrupt, losing homes or having to put themselves into very vulnerable situations with loan jobs or, or get even more and more expensive debt. And so the spiral continues. There is no guilt or shame about not understanding around money stuff. We're not taught this. In fact, we've got a society that relies on us being ignorant because it's how we're kept in prison. Now that for me is key and also in terms of, you know, what it means becoming naked because when you need let go of that, that's only then when you realize, okay, I am free to be curious. It is something that I can learn how to do because you need to strip yourself of that and it's that liberation that comes like oh my god i can put all these things down wow now i can move forward rather than trying to keep this all you know the smoke and mirrors and pretending everything's all hunky-dory which then comes the third recipe which was learning how to actually get the money working for us how to create assets these things grow in value and earn income for us this is vital because only assets can create our freedom because they're the only other part that can earn money without us being involved. This is what we feed off when we've created this big financial feast. That step is now learning about stock market investing, learning about things like investment property and passive income or low input businesses. So this is where processes and tools can earn the money for you. And there are literally so many, many different ways this can be done. Nowhere in my entire schooling, my undergraduate, my schooling education, my undergraduate degree as an engineer, then I had a postgraduate degree in business. Nowhere was I taught about these things called asset-generated income. It reminds me of when computers came in, and I know that really reflects my age, but... <laughs> We were so afraid of them. We didn't know where to start. And today, kids are almost like they're born to know how these things work. Uh, They don't have this incredible fear to overcome. It's one of those things where you wish they taught you the basics in school because it's like there's this massive bridge we have to overcome. And that's what I see with women. They don't know where to start. It's terribly overwhelming. What do you do to help introduce them slower? Or how do you deliver what it is that you do? Mm. I love your analogy that this boat of belief I love this, what you've just sort of said, is going, oh, there is this whole world called asset-generated income. And the first is like opening the veil or the curtain and revealing, going, welcome to this world. It's always been here. You were just never shown it. You were only ever shown the world where you had to exchange your life for income. You know, welcome to this world. Let me just tell you a little bit about it, what's entailed. Now let's start and let's take a first step in. And I love stock market investing because it's the easiest asset class to get started in for very small amounts of money that you can do in an automated way online. And a lot of people go, oh, but man, the stock market, isn't that scary? And I show that actually it is not because all investing in the stock market is, is actually having a slice, having a share in another business. So you get to own a little bit of great businesses all over the world. You benefit from their profit and their income and their growth without you having to pick up for a day's work. That's 
all stock market investing is. You can start demystifying the, the hype or the fear on it. How do you do it in a way that's safe, successful, but also simplified and automate? Because Adele, you can start investing in the stock market from 25 pounds, $40, 300 rand a month. Give yourself that gift. You can start with a small amount. And some people might say, well, Anne, how am I going to create my freedom on that 300 rand, that 25 pounds? We're going to say we're not because we understand wealth is created by habits not by the amount of money initially. You first got to create the habit. So do it in a way that is supportive of you. Start with these small amounts to, to realize that, oh my God, it's not a big scary beast. It's not a burning dragon that's going to burn you alive. Actually, it's simpler than we led to believe. And so on my website, there actually is some free webinars on these things called passive investing. And I'm a big, big, big fan of index trackers. So also in the Wealth Chef book, which you can get from Amazon and bookshops around the world, if you go and look at the Wealth Chef, there's a whole channel on expand your dough how to actually get started in index trackers first step how to do it how to open the online broker how to select your first one and just start sounds a little bit like a blank canvas and now you got to go make the first marking you're not sure where to put it and this is why i love the analogy with cooking if you want to learn to make cupcakes what do we do we get a recipe we go oh okay what are the ingredients needed cool i need a bit of flour maybe some eggs maybe a bit of butter a bit of milk okay some sugar cool i throw it together and we start with a one pack and maybe those ingredients have cost us the 300 rand the 25 pounds we put it all together we throw it in maybe the first batch completely flops but what we don't go and do is like oh my god okay look that's it i never going to be back again in my life maybe some people do now if you're not particularly interested but you go huh okay i must have just done something wrong let me go back to the recipe or maybe that wasn't a particularly nice recipe and so this is when we can approach our investing and our assets and our money with the same just curiosity it's not about us this doesn't suddenly go oh i'm stupid i'm a bad person or now i've ruined my future because i haven't got this right you go Oh, okay. I try something, I get some feedback, and then I improve. That's how we learn how to walk. But somehow as adults, we believe in it when it comes on our money that we've got to get it right the very first time. If we don't, we do. And then I go, well, well, you know, well, you might as well not get out of bed because life itself is fundamentally dangerous. But, you know, that's that slightly decided. But it's about an adventure. And that's why I say, that's why I love the stock market because you can do these small amounts. But it's also an incredible <laughs> rush. You're going to touch a little bit of that and life force <laughs> it's exciting it's very exciting but i love that you make the analogy with recipes and cooking because as women we all know something about baking even if we're not the best bakers we have our own way of getting the stuff baked even if we go buy it at Woolworths. everybody has their that own little philosophy of how they're going to look like good bakers and we all need to fill that role somehow we can either choose just you know have something that's just about survival or we can actually you know, create a feast either way we still need to eat it's a necessity yeah so is creating assets because yes. if you ever 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 want to be able to be in a position where you don't have to work for money you have to create assets this is not a plaything. I love that you don't cast a line and then hope to catch a big fish from the beginning because you're saying that you need to create a habit of little decisions to land the big thing that you want. So you need to create yeah. a different mindset. And you're also saying to them, it can be done and it's easy. Thousands of my students have done it now. And I think this is so key. One of the big barriers that we have to 
breakthrough in terms of the mindset or our beliefs around money is again, we've got a media that celebrates the ka-ching event, the big bang. Often we can be caught into a trap of believing that our wealth is going to be created by the lottery win, the inheritance. Maybe there's some uncle we didn't know about who's going to pop his clogs. I see that a lot with women. Maybe it talks a little bit to the waiting thing that we do, but I see a lot of it where we expect other people to do things for us. We've got our role defined and then it's very hard to step out of that into a place of independence where we think it's magical. It's a little alchemy thing that happens. It's not a process of putting in the first ingredient, then putting in the second ingredient, then do a little bit of this with it and then do a little bit of that with it. I think online we have this perception out there, which I think is incorrect, that everything is instant. Every overnight success takes, what, 10 years, 15 years, 8 years? self-made millionaire is those you know the team the time the people that input in and this is so key so there's two great things that you've shared there which i think really brought to life is one as women is generationally we've been almost told and rewarded for being passive absolutely so that don't cause a problem and then you'll sort of be looked after then you'll be rewarded by somebody else looking after you so it's almost this counterfoil there's this passivity of a a fear of actually going out there and claiming it giving ourselves the permission to do it because we've almost been told that in that way we'll be kicked out of the tribe this deferral happens that hopefully somebody else will sort that out but also then the classic you know there's this knight in shining armor it might, it might be another woman it might, might be hoping that the business will do that it might not just be sort out the money thing the reality is money is not a problem to be solved it's like our health it's like our self-love it's a day practice money and wealth is a whole new way of being that we've got to learn how to be wealthy it's a beingness it's I like a- that I love that we need to learn how to be wealthy I absolutely love that and this is by these little rhythms it's these little rituals it's the paying ourselves first it's this consciousness and it's this conscious relationship with money and all of these beautiful threads weave together to create this extraordinary wealthy existence which has got a thread of money but it's then the meaning of money and the leadership that then enables it to be something that is juicy and life-giving rather than just a whole pile of money. That's where we bring the soul to it. The moment it hit home for us is when your little submissive relationship that you have comes crashing down on you when you get dropped in the middle of a divorce and you don't have any money skills and you realize it doesn't work. And then you've got to get off your little tip of pride and understand that you can learn this and then follow the steps of the recipe. So I'm very curious as to the other steps. We've now got understanding that we need to give money great leadership and management. We've got to clear out this parasite of consumer debt that drains. We've got to learn how to create assets that can grow. Now we learn how the next step is putting this whole wrap of protection around ourselves, those we love and our assets. And this is a huge area. I didn't even realize that this was part of wealthy living was these things called insurances, like wills, powers of attorney, I call wealth documents and protection tools. This is a whole recipe around protection which is part of freeing ourselves from the anxiety associated with money and not having it. It's also an area where the financial industry relies on people's ignorance and relies on people's fear to sell them a hang of a lot of products that they don't need or are overpriced. 
getting really savvy about what we need, what we don't need, how much we need and why we need it is really key because I've found that students in my Financial Freedom University, on average, 95% of students found they've been able to save up to 25% on their insurances just in this area. Being great with money is not earning more and creating assets, but it's making sure we get value from every cent, every pound, every dollar that leaves our life. We are consciously getting value. And this area of insurances is understanding why do we have them? What are they for? Getting the right one and getting it for cost effectively. And so life insurance is a huge misunderstood and missold area for many people. When I was widowed, I knew there were documents that needed to be signed and things that needed to be turned over into my name, which I didn't do because we were married for a very short time. And because of the things I believed as a woman we should and shouldn't do, I never did them. When he died, you know, I lived with the consequences of those decisions. You can never turn them back. It left me in an orb of fear. And I, I cannot stress to people how important this is. And it's something that I think we probably know the least about. Because it's again, it's about getting naked. It's about, let's talk openly about the things. We're going to die. There are things that happen. It's not about going into fear and action because a lot of people say, oh, but Anne, in the personal development world or in stuff, you're only meant to focus on what you want. That doesn't mean we stick our head in the sand. That is actually getting hooked in. There could be a scenario where maybe I'm injured and those that depend on me and my income will be impacted. Let's look at that scenario. What could I do to protect that? The first thing is what happens if you can't earn and then what happens if you die? Walk away from, if you don't have a will, please go and do that now. If you don't have a will, you die in something called intestate, which means the state gets to determine what happens to you, your dependents. Even if you don't have dependents, it just is a horrible, long, drawn out process. So if there's anybody in your life you love, anybody, get a will, because the worst thing you can do to those you love is to die intestate because of the process that then follows. There's subtleties about getting savvy here and these wealth documents, because this is what I was talking about earlier about the freedom also comes along the journey by having these things in place. So when you've got the right insurances, you're paying no more than you need to for them. You've got the right wealth documents in place. That's when you no longer wake up at three in the morning. In which of your courses can they get this information if they want to do it? So in the Welsh book, this is protection patch A, this is risk number five, literally list exactly what you need and then in financial freedom university which is every single thing you need and beyond to create your financial freedom and would you say that there are relevant milestones in a person's life where you need specific types of information that's relevant to ages you know we turn into reflective spaces when we turn into well maybe not 21 yet <laughs> but by 30 you look at you know do I have yeah. kids don't I have kids yet what am I doing with my career when you turn 40 you're going through a big evaluation of yourself you know it's a very subconscious thing that you go through you look at you know what have I achieved so far what am I going to do with the next 10 years of my life by the time you turn 50 you start thinking about your legacy <laughs> and yeah. there are all these different milestones that we reach including times when you get a divorce or, or somebody dies that you love and you go into deep places and then we often by default need to look at our financial situations. Are there specific tips that are relevant at certain stages? Um, so our market is the 35 to 45, 50 year old women, the, the, the yeah. people that I talk to mostly. And a lot of them mm -hmm. are leaders already in their fields, you know, and they are often the big money money uh, people who spend money um, in the different markets. But what are the things that are most important for them? To pay attention to from your perspective with what you know 
there's a transformation where so much of our life we're starting to realize that we have a clear identity as an individual beyond all of the other labels of daughter, of wife, of sister. There's a label of me. Who am I? And with that is dance coming. What is my relationship with money as an input, as a wind beneath my wings? And I think it's such a key area. And this is why I'm so passionate about helping women in this age group really get to their groups, their money stuff, because I see at this point that when if women stay in disconnection with me or in I know I'm just going to hide from it or it's too scary or I don't want to face it, they actually prevent their own metamorphosis. They prevent their own true coming to full form as an extraordinarily powerful woman that then truly gets to bring all of her extraordinary creativity and wisdom and beingness to the world which really I think starts happening in the mid to late 40s and through the 50s and beyond. And if you don't get the money side sorted, so you can start shifting this relationship of scarcity and fear around it, it can stay as one of the elements that keeps oppression, which then takes women into the depression, the disconnection and the disillusionment with life. So it is such an important area to cover. And there are absolute milestones with whatever age, but first is getting things like an emergency fund in place, which is this is a cash amount that is set aside which sits like the fireman it's you know can just spin up and down a pole all day and do press-ups and we're happy with that we're happy with it looking good because its only job is to protect us and i think as women we realize we are complex multifaceted beings and we have multiple needs from our money and one of the ones is protection it's part part of the masculine energy we can bring in for ourselves that helps provide a support we're constantly living on the edge and worrying that if just something went goes wrong we're going to fall off a cliff so how much would be enough for an emergency fund is it like a ticket to go to a faraway family member is it like a few months uh, worth yeah. of your you so, know? The, so the base emergency fund which is literally there to get you out of an emergency maybe the car breaks down or, or something that you don't now have to dip into savings is about 10,000 rand about eight, 800 pounds about a thousand dollars one it's also to stop you using the credit but also so that you don't go and dip into your assets and then cost yourself Beyond that, and this is more under the protection, there's a cash safety net that I recommend everyone have, which is slightly different from your emergency fund. Broken down in more detail in the book in what I call the financial freedom feast. Are you secretly fantasizing about another life? I've been to Georgia and California Anywhere I could run Took the hand of a preacher Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand, not sure I understand, this road I've been given, but I wish someone had a talk. It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool 
It's about women staying true to who they are. I love you, but I gotta stay true. My morals got me on my knees, I'm begging please. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drop my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the load. Now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind, don't need to think it over, if I'm wrong I am right, don't need to look no further. I'm Adele Green, and this empty chair next to me is just for you. Come and join me. Register for your membership free to get this show and many resources at www.adele-green.com or you can tweet her at Naked with Adele.